0: You're listening to the Jeff Cavin show, episode 100, the shape of your day. Hey, I'm Jeff Cavens. How do you simplify your life? How do you study the Bible? All the way from motorcycle trips to raising kids, we're going to talk about the faith and life in general. It's the Jeff Cavin show. Well, here we are. Episode one hundred seems like uh, just yesterday that we started with episode number number one. But uh, you keep doing it every week, and before you know it, you're there. One hundred, one hundred shows. Of course, uh, the one hundred show really isn't any different than any other show, and that I want to share with you things that are related to being a disciple of Jesus and. Uh, crafting a life that is going to be fruitful and and is going to get you to your intended goal, which is union with God in heaven forever and ever. And it has been a delight to uh, spend this time with you over the last 100 shows, and I look forward to the next 100 as I, I really enjoy meeting with you every week. In fact, we might end up uh, adding some shows to the... Uh, to the lineup some uh, shows about introducing you to some of my friends and having some discussions about topics as well as the show that we're doing they are doing right now. I got to tell you that uh, over the last 100 shows, the uh, previous 99 I should say, um a lot of the success, I think, of the show is is thanks to you. I mean, you went to iTunes, you went to Google Play, and you ranked the show, gave your comments, and, and uh, we're overwhelmed and uh, very blessed and humbled by your response, and we want to thank you so much for that. And uh, I think that the topics that we pick for the show on a week-to-week basis are topics that are, uh, I guess, uh, I could say delicious. You know, they're, 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 they're topics that people are wrestling with and people want to know about. And oftentimes the the topics uh, come from the questions that you send in on on email, which is the Jeff Cavan Show at AscensionPress.com if you just joined the show. So, you know the things that we talk about from a week to week basis are, uh, oftentimes I find uh, topics that people will write me and say, "I can't believe it! I was driving home from work, and I always listen to your show. And I, you know, on Friday when I'm coming home from work, and you nailed it. That's what I'm going through, and and that's that's what I needed to hear right then. And we hear from other people as well. They'll say, uh, you know, I was searching on Google and I was looking for depression. I wasn't looking for. I was looking how to deal with it, and uh, your show came up. But I've never heard of you before, Jeff, and I've never, I've never listened to your podcast. But I listened to that one, and something happened, and life began to change. And now I'm listening uh, to many shows, uh, many of your shows. And so the way that people come into the to to the show uh, is from every angle that you can imagine. But uh, it's a treat for me to share this with you, coming from uh, deep in the woods in Minnesota, in the cabin here, and and uh, talking about pertinent issues. Hey, by the way, we have uh, our drawing results. Last week, I, I told you that we're gonna give away three books on this one hundred show. I've got those names, and I'm gonna give those away in just, in just a little bit. I'm calling today the, the shape The Shape of Your Day. I'm calling the show, rather, The Shape of Your Day. And the reason that I'm doing that is that th- this has really been on my heart for a while, and i thought that it would be a topic that i i should review i haven't really had a show called the shape of your day but i have talked about it a little bit on a couple of the previous shows and th- this is something that has really challenged me uh in my life as a christian as a catholic you you know you get up in the morning and and so often people are are hit by what we could call the tyranny of the urgent and the tyranny of the urgent is where the urgent things crowd out the important crucial things you know in our life so so for example if you if you are um, a father or a mother, uh, there is a, a certain expectation on your on your vocation to be a mother and to be a father and being a, a husband or a wife or a generous single person and as you As you go about your life trying to be that father, the mother, whatever vocation you happen to find yourself in. Things will crowd that out, and the thing that always gets pushed out seems to be the thing that we, we previously said was the most important thing in my life, which is, is to be a father or to be a husband, and we find ourselves serving other people or getting involved in things that don't pay spiritual dividends, doesn't yield much fruit, and that can be frustrating, very very frustrating. It in fact it, it can it can be a, a as one person said, disintegration. We want to be integrated. You know, we want our life to match our calling, but to be disintegrated means that we're we're not tending to that. And that leads to frustration and some discouragement in our lives. I really think that if you looked at you look at the, the disciples in the New Testament and you follow the call on their life, which began in Capernaum, just got back last week from, from Israel. Uh, this call to come follow me, as Jesus said, Lech come follow me. Uh, that had some expectations upon it, and that was that the shape of your day, fellas, <laughs> is going to change. Uh, you have been uh, studying to be fishermen, you've been studying to be um, you know, builders or to make shoes or doctors, whatever it might be, but now that you have said yes to following me, uh, the shape of your day is going to change. And, and I think that's a challenge to us, and I know it's a challenge to me, and I hope it is for you as well, that to say yes to Jesus, yes, I'm Catholic, yes, I'm a member of the Church, yes, I'm a disciple, doesn't mean that we just simply believe these things. And I can't help but revisit this, because you know, I hear constantly from people that, uh, well, I want to read this book, I want to go to that conference, yay, they're great, that's wonderful but we got to get around to being a disciple. You know what I mean? We got to get around to listening to his voice, carrying out his, his will, reflecting on our day to see if we truly are the disciples that he's called us to be. And I know what happens so often is that we get in ruts, and uh, for example, you know, our intentions are good. We want to increase our prayer life. We we want to uh, begin to do Lexio Divina, to read, you know, Scripture. Uh, we want to go to Holy Hour more often, perhaps Mass on a more regular basis, even daily Mass. But we get up in the morning and we find ourselves in the same loop that we've been in for so many years. We get up early, we Walk down, you know, stairs. We we put the pot of coffee on. I, that doesn't uh, kind of dates me, doesn't it? You put your uh, Keurig machine in, in action, I should say, and you put the cup in there and whatever you want, the chai skinny ski, skinny chai latte or whatever, and, and then you turn on the television, look at the news a little bit, and you kind of go through yesterday's mail and so forth. Oh, it's time to shower. Got to go to work, so you run up and take your shower, and you get your cup of coffee and you go out the door. And you go to work, well, that's been the same for for years, but deep down inside, you desire more, you know? And you come home in, in the evening, and, and you get into that rut, you know? You come home, and you look at the mail, or you, uh, you turn on the news, sit down, and get something to drink, and... And before you know it, uh, you're into your cycle of 7 o'clock shows, 8 o'clock shows, 9 o'clock shows. Whoop, there's the news at 10, getting a little bit tired, but I do need to answer some emails. So into bed at 11 o'clock, there's that day, same as yesterday and the day before, and tomorrow morning will probably be like this morning, and life goes on. And sandwiched in between that morning routine and that evening routine is what? it's living your life, and it's the constant uh, gnawing at your heart that, I want more. I want to be different. I want to grow spiritually. I want to be effective in evangelization and reaching out to other people, but I'm not even working on, my, on myself. And that's the rut that we get into. Now, as you look at, as I mentioned, you look at the early disciples and Jesus calling them, as he's called you, you, you really get a sense that their day changed. They got up in the morning, and they immediately interacted with Jesus. And I'll talk about that that interaction after our break in a moment or so, in a couple minutes. But then during the day, their their uh, their mind was on the work of the Lord. And, and by the way, it still can be, even if you are a doctor, even if you are a teacher, even if you are an engineer, a stay-home mom, stay-home dad, you know, politics, lawyer uh whatever it might be you know you run a gas station your your day uh can be focused on the lord and continue to do your work and uh and so that there was a change in the early disciples lives the middle of their day changed and in the in the evening no doubt there were discussions with the lord about how the day went and maybe their attitude or their interaction with someone or opportunities lost opportunities Uh, gain. And I imagine that every day was a little bit different, but there was sort of a pattern to their day, Uh, uh, as I would say, the shape of your day. And I talk about this in my recent book, The Activated Disciple, where I talk about the shape of your day, and the bottom line is you're responsible for it. If you really want to grow spiritually, you're going to have to do something, in the morning. You're know you gonna have to be aware during the day, and you're gonna have to do something in the evening. And wishing to be different, hoping your life will be different, praying that it'll be different, will never end in a different life unless we put it in gear and start to do it. And so as we're still at the beginning of this year, if you're listening on the back catalog, it's 2019, you got an opportunity to start this year anew, again. And so, I want to share with you just a few things that I would recommend on how to change the shape of your day so that you can begin to grow spiritually and really focus on being that disciple of the Lord that's deep within your heart. I'll tell you something, I truly believe, and I mean this for you, and I mean it for me, I truly believe that the Lord has called us to something beyond a rut. He has called us to something that is challenging to us. He's called us to something that is perhaps even challenging our giftedness, where we could become afraid of what he's going to ask us to do. And if we trust him, we will find out that he will not disappoint when he says, "'Be not afraid. Do not be discouraged. Do not be afraid.'" and he wants to take you on that adventure. Hey, for the first uh, book today, The one hundred Show, we gave away a copy of My Life on the Rock, which is my autobiography of a uh, growing up Catholic, leaving the Catholic Church, becoming a Protestant pastor for 12 years, and then coming back to the Catholic Church. Why did I come back to the Catholic Church? I mentioned it, you know, in there, there's four major things that really brought me back to the Catholic Church. We're gonna give that book to a lucky winner. His name is Michael uh, Mer- uh, Mersogliano. Mer- Yeah, Mersogliano. I'm gonna butcher the name. I apologize. Mersogliano. You get the book. You won that uh, book. My Life on the Rock. We're going to give away two more books during this show, the Activated Disciple book and the uh, book that uh, Dr. Tim Gray wrote with me, and that's called Walking with God, and it takes you all the way through the Bible. Take a break. We're going to be back in just a moment. We're going to give you some, uh, some ideas. I want to give you some ideas on how to change the shape of your day. You're listening to The Jeff Caven Show. And if you're looking for a way to learn more about your Catholic faith, I invite you to check out the Ascension Presents YouTube channel. You're gonna find tons of free videos featuring Catholic presenters like Matt Frad, Leah Darrow, Jackie Bobby Angel, and Emily Wilson. Go to youtube.com slash ascension presents. That's youtube.com slash ascension presents. And if you like what you see, please share and subscribe. Welcome back! It's the one hundredth show of the Jeff Caven Show, and and it's uh, not my show; it's our show. It's you, me, and spending time together for the last ninety nine shows. And I imagine we've spent time together in the car quite a bit, or you know, sitting at the cabin uh, or wherever. You know, taking walks or jogging. But it has been a delight to be with you, and a privilege to uh, to say that you're my brother, you're my sister and uh, we can walk, to the, walk with the Lord together. Talking about changing the shape of your day on this 100th show. Now, let me, let me tell you what, what, what I uh, have done in my own life to change the shape of my day, and I got to tell you that it, it yields fruit. Now, I'm married 41 years to my lovely wife, Emily, And I can say that changing the shape of my day has really changed into changing the shape of our day, because we're married. And uh, the the morning time is very, very important. You see that a disciple of the Lord needs to find out, what is the will of the Lord for my life? What is the Lord trying to say to me today? Now, that assumes that the Lord can talk to you, and it assumes that the Lord has made you in such a way that you can hear Him, and you can talk to Him and the church teaches us that that's true that that you're made in such a way that you can you can hear the the lord in your life and you can talk to the lord in your life now one of the the greatest ways i have found to hear the lord on a daily basis is morning prayer and within morning prayer lectio divina lectio divina is divine reading and and the the the, uh, the source of this reading is scripture now what and we've had some shows in the past on this as well but the 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 focus of lexio divina in the morning is is really twofold number 1 it's to find out what is the lord what is the lord saying to you personally and you choose that portion of Scripture, and you you read it, you meditate on it, you pray, and then you spend some time in in contemplation, just loving what the Lord has said to you that day. And it takes a little practice at the beginning, but you, you get to the point where you start to hear the Lord on a regular basis. Now, if the Lord is giving you a word for that day, uh, He's giving you direction for that day, I have found, at least in my own life, and I, I think I speak for Emily as well, and it, it, that throughout the day, that word has something to say to me, and it affects my day. It affects my day. It changes my day. And sometimes I find that what the Lord is sharing with me through Lexio Divina in the morning is uh, also for somebody else that I end up talking to, and they might be struggling with some issue in their life, and I'm there, and I can give them. I can give them a word you know, from Scripture to help them, to, to encourage them. But if you want to change the shape of your day, you've got to start to change the shape of your morning. You, get, you know, see what I'm saying? If you want to change, let me say it again. If you if you want to change the shape of your day, you've got to change the shape of your morning. That's where it all begins. And you might say, Well, man, I Jeff, I get up at, I get up at 5:30 to go to work. Okay, get up at 5:10. Get up at 5:10 and give Jesus 15, 20 minutes in the morning where you can spend some time with your cup of coffee and your scriptures, and you can have this relationship and begin to pray and come to know the voice of the Lord. And so I've said this on other shows before that the the key to growing spiritually is not to take it all in at once and be overwhelmed by all that has to change in your life, but isolate the disciplines and perfect them. Isolate the various disciplines of your spiritual life and begin to perfect them if it means that all you can do right now to change is to to change the shape of your morning, start doing that. At least get up, even if it's five minutes, get up and change the shape of your morning and meet with Jesus. That's kind of my challenge to you this week, this month, this year, is to do that. Uh, But Jeff, haven't you missed mornings? Uh, Never. I'm kidding you. Yes, of course I have. Of course, I got up. I got up late. I had to run out the door. Have I ever been lazy? Mm, yeah, once back in 1979. No, of course. I've, there's been days where where I've been lazy, and the Lord has sort of brought me back in. of, hey, this is this isn't about theology and dogma just as an end goal. This is this is about relationship, and so that relationship, like a marriage, goes up and down, and and it has an ebb and flow to it. So don't be so hard on yourself, you know, but begin to, sh- to change the shape of your morning. And then after that, throughout the day, you can change the shape of your work day by reminding yourself throughout the day that you're a disciple and you're looking for opportunities to witness to other people, opportunities to uh, get your act together spiritually when you are um, offended by somebody or you are you're hurt by somebody or or uh, you have a ch- you know ch- a chance to talk to someone. So you begin to change by doing things differently and you're you're basically doing the work of the Lord. I, I can't tell you how exciting it is for me to have this perspective because well first of all, it's great for me as a married man to spend the time with my wife in the morning in prayer. and uh, we both will meditate on the same scripture. And uh, almost every day, we come up with something different. The Lord speaks to her in a different way. He speaks to me in a different way. And we, we share that with each other, and we write it down in our little Moleskine notebooks. And then throughout the day, we take notice of why the Lord shared that with me this morning. And so that's how the afternoon changes. That's the shape of my afternoon and my work day. And it's based on what the Lord was saying in the morning. And I think that's, that's a beautiful thing. Hey, before I tell you the shape of the evening, let me tell you who just won the Activated Disciple book. This this book... Uh, give me a moment here. This book is uh, is uh, flying off the shelf right now because we're talking about just these things. We're talking about the shape of your day. We're talking about being chosen by Christ to be uh, disciples. We're talking about how to share the charisma, the basic message of the gospel with other people. Uh, we're talking about growing in virtue, fighting vice in our life. It's all about being an activated disciple, not just a believer but an activated disciple. And uh, Colette Bosley. Colette Bosley won the activated disciple. We're going to get that out to you. And by the way, Michael earlier, like My Life on the Rock, we're going to get that out to you as well, and uh, don't don't you worry about that. We got one more book to give away today. It's Walking with God, and I'll tell you who's going to get that in, in just a moment. So what about the end of the day? Are you in a rut? I think uh, the marketing machine and the media of the united states would love to have you do the same thing every night and that is to uh pop up a bowl of popcorn get on the couch and and just stare at the uh, two or three shows every single night i got to be honest with you man i'm called to more than that you know what i mean uh, do you feel that way i mean do you feel called to more than that or are you happy with that being the shape of your evening you got your you got your sitcom you got your uh CI whatever, and you uh, got your game show, or I don't know. I mean, if 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 you uh, if watching Ellen, watching Ellen, you know, Degeneres, watching her, watch people crawl around on the ground with blindfolds on, if that's the deal for you. I mean, okay, but that's not the shape of my evening. That isn't the shape of my evening. We ran across that the other night, my wife and myself, and uh, I, I looked over here and I said, "Man, I can't believe people spend their life watching this." But it, I mean, some people it might, you know might improve their life, I don't know. But I want my evening to look a certain way, and and so in the evening, it's a time of uh, reflecting. It's a time of looking back at your day, and we do what's called the Examine Prayer, and that is where you uh, the, you can Google it, the Examine Prayer. And I got a past show on it. Uh, I, I'm going to ask my wonderful producer to put that in the notes, what, what episode that was. Uh, I don't have it at the, off the top of my head at the moment, but a whole episode. In fact, I got a whole episode on Lexio Divina in the morning, a whole episode on uh, the Examine Prayer in the evening, we'll put those in the notes for you. But basically what you do is you get a copy of your day, your YouTube uh, recording <laughs> of your day, and you go through it with the Lord. And you look at your day and you, you see how you did, good, bad, ugly, and then you you uh, make adjustments in your life and you prepare for the next day. But if you want to change the shape of your day, you've got to change the shape of your evening as well. That's part of your day, and uh, the evening is a good time for that devotional reading, Now, you say, well, I thought that's what Lexio was in the morning. No, Lexio is deep relationship and listening to his voice. When I say devotional reading, I'm talking about reading that good book, Activated Disciple, there's one for you. Or reading um, uh, the life of a saint, or reading about sacraments, or the writings of John Paul II, or or reading something interesting about science astronomy and and relating it to your walk with Christ with your 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 call as a as a disciple but i'm afraid that we we waste our evenings so often do you know what i mean with mindless television youtube videos and games and things like that and and what's unfortunate about it is that so often we who, say, we who engage in these things will, will come back when asked, how's your walk with the Lord? We'll say, man, I just don't have enough time to read the Bible. I don't have enough time to go through the whole Bible or the great adventure, Bible study, whatever it might be, any other good study. And yet we've, we kind of blow our time. By by you know, uh, getting involved with so many trivial things. So uh, that's a challenge to you going on this year is to change the shape of your day by cha- by first of all changing the shape of your your uh, your morning, the shape of your workday, and then changing the shape of your your evening. Now again, I'm I'm not saying radically change all this. I'm just saying start to ease into this by changing the shape. It's like it's like bodybuilding something that I don't do, <laughs> but, but it's like someone wanting to go into bodybuilding. They don't become Mr. Olympia overnight, uh, but they begin to change some things, you know, and they start small, 5, 10 pounds, they get up to 30 pounds of lifting, 50, 100, whatever it might be, and before you know it, that routine, which is increased on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, has now changed the way they look or the shape of their, their body. In the same way, spiritually, if we want to see a change in our life, we've got to start to change the shape of our day. And what that does is it gives us something solid to look forward to so that we can engage the Lord and engage our heart, and we can see that change in our life. Well, that's what I wanted to share with you today. And uh, I know... Based on our other shows, I'm gonna get an email from you, which I, I, I really welcome, and you're gonna say, you know what? I needed that. I needed it in my life. Hey, before I give away the Walking with God book, I do wanna answer one question today. Uh, I got a great question that came in and says, uh, my 20-year-old daughter's not going to church at all. She will not give me a reason, and I feel like I have failed her. I know a lot of people feel that way. I'm at a loss as to what to do. She is a feminist, and I know that the abuse in the church is an issue for her. She was assaulted by another student in eighth grade while in Catholic school. I pray for her every day. I also have a 16-year-old son who is sporadically going to church because of his job. What do I do? It's a great question, and uh, that's an anonymous question, that particular one. And um, here's what I would say, is that You're not alone. There's a lot of people in the same boat. They have children who are uh, leaving high school, going to college, and they don't seem to be embracing their faith. It's not that unusual, actually. About 50% or more of our high school students, when they go to college, will fall away, whether it's permanently or temporarily, they'll fall away from the faith. This is what I've, I've always shared with people. If you want to win your children back to the church, which I have a whole episode on that earlier show. Perhaps we can put that in the show notes as well. You need to first of all begin to pray because prayer is not simply giving God your wish list. Prayer is participating in the will of God and praying in his name for your children. And prayer is powerful. Uh, Jesus would not have given us the task and the privilege of praying if it wasn't effective. That would be a useless routine. But he asks us to pray, and the apostles ask us to pray, because prayer is powerful, it's effective. And so begin to pray that your kids, uh, a couple of things. One, that their hearts would become sensitive to the Lord in wanting the Lord, and that the things of this world would be uh, realized as empty compared to knowing Christ, Number two is that when we pray for them, we pray that God would bring people into their life that they respect, that they admire, that have the words for the right the right time in their life. Uh, there's a great a great proverb that says, "As apples of gold in a setting of silver, so are the right words in the right circumstance." Pray for the right apples in the in the in the in the right setting. Pray for the right apples as the apples of gold. You know, as apples in the uh, in the right setting. This as, as just pray for that pray that god would give people the right words to share in the right setting as apples of gold in a setting of silver so are the right words in the right circumstance pray that that becomes a reality uh, in their in their life so the prayer is very important number 2 is you begin to become conversant in the word of god scripture and the catechism, the plan of God, this sheer plan of goodness, you know, or plan of sheer goodness, as it says in the very first paragraph, uh, become conversant, start to learn how to talk this. But the third is, you start living the way you want your children to end up. You start living your faith the way you want them to end up, and pray that they see it, that they're affected by it, you see, your actions at this at this uh, stage in their life, your actions are going to speak louder than words, by far. Words are important. Don't get me wrong, but the way we live and the way we treat them, and our patience and our love and tenderness and gentleness and mercy, is going to speak volumes to them. So, I just wanted to share that with you this week. Well, guess what, Mary Pat Walsh, you just won. The Walking With God Book. And that was written by Dr. Tim Gray and myself, Mary Pat Walsh. We're going to get that book out to you. Thank you for entering the contest, or I guess the drawing, we would say, for this 100th show. Looking forward to the next 100. And again, when you go to iTunes or uh, Google Play and you, uh, you rank the show and leave remarks, you're helping other people find it when they're looking for topics related to this show. So once again, a big thank you for partnering in this endeavor and uh, being uh, co-workers in the kingdom of God. And I look forward to sharing many, many more hours with you as we walk through life as activated disciples. And remember to tell your friends about the show; those that might need it. It's easy to go and to share it on Instagram or or Twitter, or Facebook, whatever uh, social media vehicle you use, you can share it with other people. Allow me to pray for you. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Lord, I thank you for my friends right now, and I thank you, Lord, that that you have called us to work together and to be modern-day disciples, activated disciples. I lift up my friends' family to you right now and pray that you would bless them and continue to protect them and lead them. And in our own lives, Lord, we pray that our, we become sensitive to your voice so that you will be glorified in everything we say and do and that your kingdom would expand. We pray this in your wonderful name, the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Listen, I love you and I'm praying for you. You have a great week.